Christina COP is taking place in Dubai. It was a source of controversy by even being located there. It became a further controversy by uh, papers being discovered by the, I think the BBC showing that uh, the uh, Dubai intended to lobby government ministers while they were there to try and sell more fossil fuels. But the Irish government representatives uh, are there. What's Ireland's angle on COP? Yeah, so um, it's a big event and we have uh, the Taoiseach and Taunashta and three other government ministers will be over there over the next two weeks. And the Irish government, um, from what we know, are going to push for fossil fuel companies to pay their way at the UN Climate Conference. Now, um, look, there's always a big focus on the, on the fossil fuel companies, as you mentioned, Um they're going to be there in force, I think, as well. There's no doubt about it. We've seen also in The Guardian today that the, the meat, Global Meat Alliance, are going to be there uh, promoting, you know, uh, meat as a sustainable nutrition. So, look, there's always going to be those heavy hitters, those lobby groups with a lot of money behind them to try and counteract, I suppose, um, the messaging that the governments are, are trying to trying to achieve. Um, so, look, we're going to try and see if we can... Et- expedite I suppose our phasing out of fossil fuels but the big question is and I think and other opposition members will be saying it's just probably not good enough um, the speed that we're going at and you know the consensus is just not being reached at a, at a level that is going to have any sort of um, dent in what we're facing into the future. Alright it's a kind of a it's a difficult uh, mission for Eamon Ryan to be on, isn't it, Breed Smith? Because he basically has to try and winkle free some of the $5 trillion uh, in, in profits that the uh, big fossil fuel companies and, and producers uh, have, have accumulated, I think, over the last year. Uh, I was listening to our colleague George Lee on, the, on this earlier. In order to finance the, the uh, climate transition, for for the global south for for poorer countries, do you wish him well in in his endeavours? Um, first of all, the reason that we have to help the finance the global south, the poorer countries, is because they're crippled with um, global debt, debt to the IMF and the World Bank. And it's interesting this loss and damage fund that Eamon Ryan is proposing will be administered by the World Bank, the same people who've pushed neoliberalism on the poorest countries in the world where health systems and education systems have basically collapsed because of privatisation. So I'm not against the loss and damage fund, but it'll do absolutely nothing to halt the, the, the trajectory of the world overheating to a degree where we won't be able to live comfortably on it anymore. And it, it, it won't do much to help the people in the global south who suffer most from climate damage because it's not taking fossil fuels out of the equation. Um, I mean, it's obvious and science knows and I think it's accepted now that the three biggest contributors to climate change are fossil fuel extraction, deforestation and livestock farming. And we're not tackling those things. And unless we start to tackle those things, it's a joke. COP is like a cabal of oil companies all meeting and swapping ideas and networking with each other. I was at it in in Bonn and I can't remember the year, but it was COP23. And... um, There were some really good people there with lots of ideas about the future and how to use technology to clean up the Climate Act. But the oil companies were all over it. The fossil fuel industry was all over it. And they're lobbying governments and holding any progress on dealing with the actual rising emissions. They've gone up hugely. There's 426 parts per million of carbon in the atmosphere now and the safe level is 350 parts per million. Uh, Sean Canney... 
Ireland has difficulty on the forestry front in terms of how much of, of the land is, is under forestation. Uh, it's a big producer of meat and a big consumer of fossil fuels. Do you think it's an uphill task for any government minister from Ireland to go out there and argue in favour of people to change their behaviour or indeed give more money for people to improve their behaviour? And if you go back on the three things, forestation, we've had a very poor licensing regime in the last number of years. We have, over the years, sown the wrong type of trees and um, we have had the ash dieback situation. Uh, first of all, it's a forestation. If you take um, uh, farming and the farming, uh, most farmers were pushed to, to high productivity, uh, big yield from, from grass. This is what they were advised by uh, the advisors that were state advisors on agriculture over the years. Now they have to transition them to a, a different uh, a farming regime. Uh, that is going to take time. And when you talk about um, in this country, uh, um, fossil fuel is still required. We uh, cut out two uh, power stations in, in, the, in, in the Midlands uh, a number of years ago because they were turf burning. And what have we... What are now we replace them with is is um, um, transformers to back up our electricity and because to feed data centres and, and, and to look at where the energy is going. Absolutely, but what I'm what I'm saying is that the the supply of electricity from the green um, um, sources uh, and if you take the offshore energy that we could be um, uh, producing, uh, we're moving so slowly in that direction. You just cannot guillotine things. And I know that I've had discussions when I was Minister for National Resource, Natural Resources with Bree Smith managed to time about keeping oil in the ground. That government made the decision that no further oil exploration licence would have been issued at the time. But basically, at at the same time, we are now pushing ahead with air-to-water heating. We're pushing to ahead with electric cars. We're increasing... So you, you think things are going... You'd be reasonably... You, you'd be on the optimistic side of things. We're, we're, we're way off our target. But I'm saying that we're, 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 we're putting in all of this in place. We don't have the infrastructure for, for electric charging points around the country. Right. So we're not preparing for the transition. And we can say all we like. We can get rid of all of the oil tomorrow morning but what do we use because we haven't put the alternatives in place and I agree with you Bridge. stop right. the proliferation of data centres it's going to suck All right. I, just want to, I, I want to get Robbie, Robbie Gallagher's perspective on, on this as well because you know agricultural emissions are a big part of it transport emissions are another big part of, of Ireland plus the, the, the burning of fossil fuels to generate power as well so heavy lifting has to be done by all but every time people go to the well to try and get concessions from those various groups. Everybody has an excuse, whether it's China's a bigger polluter or it'd be detrimental to our sector. It's a barrier to progress, isn't it? There's no doubt that that it's, it's a big ask, column that there is no doubt. Um, but first of all, I, I welcome the fact that that COP's taking place at all. Um, I think having everybody in the room, all the players in the room, is a positive. Um, I suppose it's slightly ironic that we're having it in the UAE. Um, but at least, yeah. <laughs> but at least, at least, least, at least they're in the room as well. And I suppose the elephant in the room, if I can put it that way, is fossil fuels, uh, and we have to tackle it. And but Sean mentioned there, uh, just transition is vitally important. We have to try and bring people with us as well. Um, we can't uh, dictate to people. We have to try and bring them with us. Uh, every single one of us, every citizen, and every country in the world has a part to play here. And unless everybody is pulling their weight. It just won't happen I to the degree that would need to happen. I think our only hope to, at this stage is for the re-emergence of a very strong 
uh, grassroots climate movement everywhere in the world. Okay, and I, there I, will be protests I, I just on want, the 9th of December. 